0: And welcome to another episode of Fam, Friends, and Magic. A Magic the Gathering podcast brought to you by Swagoy Gaming. My name's Bill Grennan. Everyone calls me Brasky, And today I'm joined, as always, by the mighty Linguini, Caroline Cavanaugh, Conan Hawk, Eric Hawkins, and Mr. Toolshed, Sean Gallagher. What's up, Fam?
1: What's up?
2: How you doing?
1: <laughs> did you Did you see where I tricked you?
0: Yeah, no, I, I saw. I saw where you tricked me. But before I see what you tricked me at, I'm missing one other response to what's up, Fam.
3: Hey, how's it going? Yeah, that's
0: right. I yeah, can't start the cast properly without that third person in there. Uh, I did see what you're doing, and I almost—you it, it, basically—the way you, in which you had messed up my show notes this time, Caroline. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, basically, like switched out capital letters and lowercase letters for every okay. single word. It looks like nope. it, if it. This is a sports oh, reference. Wait, I- Yep, I'm blaming you because it's hijinks. And when I think hijinks, I think no, Caroline
3: I Karen. was
1: just joking. I was gonna pretend I did something and not have done anything.
3: <laughs> wow, Carolyn, that's pretty sus. Yeah, so. I'm, and you're
0: wearing and and oh, no. even though the podcast people don't know, you're wearing red, so you're even more sus because I'm
1: gonna of get it. airlocked. I was <laughs> just
2: kidding. Get her out of here. Yep. I think that's three Caroline. against one. That's yeah. I'm <laughs> just 3v1 right there. <laughs>
1: I'm, down, I'm down, I'm down, I'm down. Listen, we, we, we have a
0: limited time frame to record this podcast. I'm just voting Caroline right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get my 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> so uh what I was going to point out is that my show notes were changed from normal from uh normal punctuation to uppercase and lowercase letters for basically every other letter that was put in there. Uh for any sports references on this, uh my opening show notes look like Cam Newton's Instagram. That's basically all I can say from that. <laughs>
3: it's That's Spongebob text Yeah, there I'm sure those Venn diagrams
1: are really yeah. <laughs> yeah. magic there.
0: players. You know, New, New England Patriots, NFL know. fans that
3: meets right there. Yeah, Eric might have gotten that reference. I yep. was banking on that one. I knew Cam Newton played football. That was oh,
2: yeah, Cam Newton. Is, <laughs> I
1: knew uh, Eric had Instagram.
0: Interesting, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Well, before we discuss uh what you should be playing for your fantasy team this week, I want to know how your week in Cam. magic's been. You wouldn't play Cam? <laughs> no,
2: he's he's not playing this week.
0: He's still got Yeah, he still got the Rona, but we're got, whether or not Cam Newton has the Rona and whether or not you're playing him in your fantasy squad this week, what we do want to know is how your week in magic has been. So, that's what we want to start off with. Caroline, how was your week in magic?
1: Okay. um,
0: you just like acted like the one like the you don't want the teacher to call on you in class. I don't
1: I I was trying to remember what my week in magic was and I realized it's because I didn't really play any. (laughs) Um, So this weekend was the first weekend that I had like no commitments to anything. So I was like, sweet, I'll play a CFB clash event. (laughs) Good joke. I didn't realize that the four clash events that they had scheduled and we didn't really talk about this at all they're not in the same time zones. They have them so that they're all over the world. So this weekend was geared towards Europe time. And in a couple weeks, there's one geared towards like, I think probably Asia time. It starts at like 5 p.m. West coast. So that's a little bit of a bummer. I'm not gonna lie. I'd kind of crafted this weekend and be like, oh, I'll do a clash. This will be great. That didn't happen. I did, however, have a really good streaming weekend. I did two different uh, days of Among Us streams. And I jumped into, like, a really random super limited PTQ thing on Modo. You For super PTQs, you don't need QPs, um, but for regular ones, you do. And so I was like, oh, sweet. And it was sealed. And I have not played a game of sealed in this format. Uh, and I opened up this pool that I kept saying it had six on-color rares. In my defense, one of them was a green-red rare, and everything else was red-black. But I splashed it, so it was on-color. <laughs> It was in like my deck. That works. So that's how, yeah. how that works. I'm pretty I'm <laughs> I'm certain that's how that works. <laughs> anyway, so I played this like busted deck that had a bunch of rares. And in round one, I think I think I, I, I kind of got a little ahead of myself. I'm like, oh my deck's so good. And then I just lost to like the lightning strike, the sorcery lightning strike in this set. Tw- like
2: Royal they, Eruption.
1: Yeah, they did it like on their turn and then they passed and then on tap and they did it again. And I was like, okay, I died. <laughs> um, so that was kind of annoying. It was actually, uh, it was Ben Sec his TBS that, that killed me. I didn't even know his moto name. So he messaged me after he's like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but it was nice to, to talk, uh, and hang out with him after he destroyed me, savagely beat me. Um, but I ended up finishing seven and two. I was pretty dead, like probably after around four, like I had two losses. And I just didn't drop a game after that, like actual, like I just was like, ah, I guess I don't care anymore, so I'll just win. Yeah. I just won out. So I finished seven and two, but I was never alive for anything cool. That's like the most magic I played this weekend <laughs> Just sealed um I was gonna say Theros. <laughs> but yeah. yeah it's Be- actually, sealed Zendigar. I
2: was gonna say it's actually funny that you brought up uh the CFB, because this weekend I was gonna play the CFB. Oh, I yeah. woke up at 2 a.m., uh, like, fed my cats, uh, like, hung out with Luna for a second, and I was like, I should go sign up. It's, like, 2.15. They closed registration at 2.05 for the, the 3 a.m. event, uh, 3 a.m. my time. I was like, oh, I didn't, like, I didn't think I was, like, I didn't want to sign up the night before because I wasn't 100% sure I was going to, like, wake up and be like, I want to play. Uh, So I was going to sign up like usually they close registration like a half an hour before. So I wanted to make sure I was up before that. I thought I did the math right. And I was like, you know, I I looked at it briefly and was like, I think that's 3 a.m. I should have done it a little bit better, I guess. But so long story short, I just like took a short nap afterwards. Um, So,
1: uh, Well, that's actually like a really interesting topic because you and I have very similar uh, um, thoughts, but very different conclusions. So when a tournament is really early for me and it inqu- requires like signing up and entry fees, I am more motivated to sign up the night before so that I'm motivated to get up in the morning. Oh. Whereas you're like, okay, well, I won't sign up the night before just in case I don't get up in the morning. <laughs> you both think about this. Like the average person does not give a shit. Like they just go, okay, I want to play now. <laughs> like they don't plan this out. So we plan it out. And then have two very different conclusions. It's very funny to
3: me. It's funny that you mentioned that exact sentiment, Caroline, because like I can remember numerous Grand Prix or like Star Cities where we like don't cash or don't day tour. Like, should we play tomorrow? And it's like, let's see how we if we wake up on time or not.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, here's my money, it's two PM. You open registration at 159. Like, they're like, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Like, I'm like, let's go, let's go. Here's my deck list. Like, where do I stand? Like, I don't, am such a nerd. Now, now that you have
2: everything, I have no choice. Yeah. I have to do this.
1: Yeah. Well, for the, for challenges on weekends on Moto I definitely pre-register the night before. I'm always the first in any of the challenges if I play. It's just my linguine at the top. And I've never bricked one. I've just always... I get up it just I don't. You
2: know, know, um now that you say that the the next CFB one on the 30th, uh registrations are open if you want to get on that right now. <laughs>
1: I'm <So>. <laughs> in. <laughs> I don't
2: Five bucks, It's 17 <laughs> days away. You got it. time. You <laughs> about that. Oh wait, that's a spoiler for later. Hold
3: on. Yeah. I, of I
0: love I love just the fact that I'm kind of on Connor Hawk's thing it's that I I definitely plan to do stuff but I leave myself some wiggle room just in case life or Laziness gets in the way, so that if something happens, I just go, "Oh, I missed that." Great. What else can I do? So that was my question. Konak. you missed it? Do you at least have plans for in case you miss, like, the signups for something?"
3: There's, there's uh, nothing more cathartic than missing or having to cancel plans. Just saying. Um, <laughs> I am, cool. yeah, I am a
0: millennial, so I'm all about. It's like, ah, I can't make it. So sorry.
2: <laughs> uh, so this is a Wendy's. <laughs> No but uh, I I I woke up and uh one of our teammate Taiyu was um was going to ana- or commentate for it uh for the event. So I actually woke up and uh she was like in our Discord chat. So we just like hung out and uh, I mistakenly she like she was like I'm going to go um like basically set up for the po- for the uh, the casting and I was like so I like, jumped into the chat room and I was like oh Okay, this is awkward. I'm like, but then we just like hung out, so it was like pretty funny because I like didn't get what she was saying, and then mm-hmm. I, I think she was just like using the room as like a camera. Uh... And I, I was like, oh,
3: okay. <laughs> hey, how's it going?
2: Yeah, she's just like messing with the lighting and stuff. And I was is like, is that oh, the okay. day I
3: just randomly woke up at four in the morning, and like saw you guys in there? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Eric, also, like, if three a.m. is not early for you, right? That that's like the it's... normal part for the course time you wake up, right?
2: It's a little early than normal. Uh, it's it, it's not that much earlier, yeah. but uh, it like two's pushing it, uh, two a.m. is a little pushing it, but I get <laughs> like I could do like four or five or something. Okay, that,
0: that situation with high you is basically like the uh, the situation of have you ever had the experience of of trying to have bathroom chatter with somebody like when someone just wants to talk when you're in the bathroom whether you're washing <laughs> your hands or doing something else? Had that experience and what it was is that bathroom in a in a public restroom I'm going and I'm tying my shoe I am not look I'm not looking at anything else but my shoe right and so someone walks in and goes hey man what's up I go not much man how's it going with you he's like ah you know man just hanging out here it's gonna be a great time I'm like sure it's gonna be a lot of fun and someone's and like he's yeah and it's like oh yeah uh yeah it's gonna be uh you want to hang out later i was like i don't know you man I, I i'm cool don't worry about it and then the guy just goes i'm in the bathroom i go yes i understand i am also in the bathroom and then you look up and the guy's on a phone
1: yeah, he he's still on
0: the phone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna do that from now on. If ever I'm gonna practice like podcasting or getting ready for a broadcast, I'm just gonna jump into a random room, hoping somebody joins, and I'm just gonna be yelling random stuff at them the entire time. Hard Not hard really the
3: bathrooms and just stock on your phone. Yeah, so. I mean, so, I feel like
2: one of those like, little tiny Bluetooth headsets, mm-hmm. so, like <laughs> nobody can see it. <laughs>
1: Hey, wait, does this mean that, like, we've come so full circle that we've missed so many awkward social interactions that we actually are craving the awkward ones nowadays? Oh, yeah. Like, I kind of want to desperately wave to someone who was not waving at me. Like, I just want to feel something. I don't
3: know. Yeah, <laughs> like, God, you're gotta, so like, right.
1: Like, I'm just going to start going down the street and just start waving. <laughs> <laughs> you're,
3: you're, like, purposely trying to get people to give her the finger when she's driving on the road But at least
0: if you wave at somebody that's not actually waving at you that like that's still socially distanced right like you're not gonna bump into anybody that way whereas like that's what i'm craving it's like i just want to but it's like oh because uh, i'm from the midwest so the one thing i haven't done during all this protocol or everything is said the word oh. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, just gonna sneak past you for a second. Oh, yeah. just gonna—I do- can't, I can't sneak <laughs> no, no, past no, no, anyone. You,
1: do? you do, but you're like six feet away.
3: You're like oh, <laughs> oh, oh let me squeeze by here. Oh,
0: I'm just gonna squeeze by six feet away. From- oh, I'm just gonna cross the street and walk past you there. Like, Great all call I'm back. Doing. I'm gonna grab my
3: yardstick real quick. <laughs> <laughs> there's the deep cut that we needed.
2: Do you think? Do you think there's just going to be like a plethora of awkward interactions once the sense, like once all the the quarantines, oh, yeah. just like we're not going to have any clue how to like interact with anyone. We're just, just gonna walk, walk around like, like you can uh, already
1: see that in the grocery store you're just like oh this arrow says the other way but my like, cereal is right there <laughs> like, like a person staring at you're like oh I'll go around
3: <laughs> the one the one i really am kind of weird like and not weird out but like the one i like is people comment on your mask if you're like wearing a cool mask
1: oh i have a dope
3: oh, mask yeah. yeah i have like a cool mask and people like comment on it all the time it's like oh i mean like, that's cool. But, like, if I was wearing a cool shirt, like, no one comments on my cool shirt. Great I wear true. shirts that a 19-year-old kid would wear. But... You wearing well,
2: actually, I, I feel like one of those people now. <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, when I go to Target, um, so, like, I wear, uh, like, shirts from, like, MTG Pro Shop. And yeah. then, like, always have, like, magic logos on them, right? And uh, so I was at Target. And every single time there's the person that works, like, the self-checkout. Uh, she gets like super excited because like she she likes magic, so every time she's like, "That's an awesome shirt! I love your shirt every single time." And then like so, like, or she just go, "Ooh, magic!" Do you plug? <laughs> do you plug fun. the stream? <laughs> it hurt. I, I don't. Uh, yeah. I do you're not, you're not using the Caroline
1: school of of plugging very well, yeah, then.
0: That's why we need business cards for this kind of thing. Well, how do you give someone a business card? Oh. Oh, With the yardstick. yardstick. Yeah, the kidding. yardstick. Yeah. <laughs> the yardstick. You place, you place the yardstick <laughs> at an angle, then place the business card, and it slides down like some type of Rube Goldberg <laughs> yeah. machine. Of, 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 they have to have their own card. yardstick, though, too. I'm so so the funny.
1: only one that's introduced by
0: Yeah, no, pretty much. It's, I'm still looking at the show notes going. We've only gotten to Caroline at this
2: point. Like I, I think, I think what ended up happening was, okay, so, like, obviously nobody can see, so I'm going to use a visual aid here um <laughs> perfect brasky like, messaged the chat and was like eric you should go next and i was like okay i will and this is what happens when brasky's not oh, here to like direct yeah our conversation i'm trying it to just background just everywhere. being like i'm
0: trying to create flow what does yeah. it create total chaos that's all <laughs> i
1: had no idea you did that i was waiting for brasky yeah. to come in with some. you know yeah
3: for the viewers at home for everyone that wants to know brasky what is the sweatshirt you're wearing? Is it Coin Concede?
0: I am. And guess what? I didn't realize I was wearing it. So that we can even cut this out later if it doesn't work. So I'm wearing the, the hoodie of another podcast while recording a podcast. <laughs> while I realized I was wearing this, I messaged Ridiculous Hat, who is the host of Coin Concede, saying, I am recording a podcast while wearing a Coin Concede hoodie. Is this
3: cast <laughs>
1: oh my gosh i didn't know that
3: yeah i I don't know what coin conceit is i've just heard the name before what kind of podcast i know why it's
0: called that coin conceit you know we can actually do this because this is this is a plug as well coin conceit is a hearthstone podcast that is hosted by ridiculous Hat, ridiculous hat bodicus and our Swagoy teammate edelweiss is the newest host that's where it is that's
3: where i've heard it from god
2: do do you know why it's coin conceit because you would
3: coin the card and then concede right away. Exactly.
2: But what was the card you played first? Coin.
0: Before that?
3: Yeah, uh, I don't know.
2: Go, Eric. Prep.
0: Yep, prep, coin, concede. <laughs> so prep makes your next spell cost two less. The coin already costs zero. So you prep, coin, and then concede. Gotcha. Caroline, you were next. saying?
1: We should get hoodies, and all you guys are nerds. Yes. <laughs>
2: You're
3: literally wearing a magic hoodie right now.
1: Yeah, and a magic shirt. I'm wearing the Elsa
3: shirt from Moral. Oh, that's a sweet shirt. This is too yeah, much. Really this is iPhone. too much. This is too
0: much. We need to get back on track, and I'm going to do that right now.
2: Yeah.
0: By saying, Eric, is there anything else you want to talk about of your weekly magic?
2: Uh, that in the next topic that we'll be talking about in the future. Sorry.
3: <laughs> that was so All right. that was amazing. I want to throw
0: like we need to throw lightning strikes after that
3: the future
2: um, uh, yeah. More we'll recently. talk about why I'm excited to play magic this week but not last week I like that I like that as well
0: so I also need to let you know while I was trying to navigate this thing on the back end telling people to go without me like readily saying hey you should go now uh, this was the message I've had queued for the last 15 minutes
3: who but I guess this, this is Sean. You should that go next. Sense. Yeah. Sean after <laughs> oh. <laughs> So now I
0: get to send it. Sean, how was your week in magic?
3: My week was filled with literally anything but magic. I haven't even opened my arena for a week.
1: Sean, tell well, the truth. I haven't me, opened it. Your week was filled with one specific thing.
2: <laughs> well, he's played he's played some battlegrounds too.
3: Okay. okay. Are we That's- sure?
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I here and there when
3: uh, my resin was recharging, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing the Genshin Impact nonstop. Actually, Magic related, I did play with Sidetrack, uh, aka Sidetrack is bad, on Twitter. Played with Sidetrack for about an hour the other day um, nice. with a new co-op event that came out. Yeah, so we were chatting. <laughs> it was funny because we were talking about... We were raging about how awful standard is, like all the bans that have been going on. And sidetrack is talking about historic because they're, you know, they love historic. So they were talking about all the. They were more upset about Burning Tree emissary being unbanned than anything. So,
0: <laughs> which of all the things to be upset about in Magic: The Gathering these Swirlers. days, the un- the unbanning of Burning Tree emissary just has me livid. <laughs> yeah, ah, let wonderful. me tell you.
2: So, like, but sidetrack like hates anything that starts doing magic before turn eight. I think is, like watch, and this, is why sad, this is
0: why I said track and I are friends.
2: <laughs> I'm like, is that, is that a play set of Zatalpa? How did that make it into your deck? Yeah. yeah,
0: I would sit there. If I, if ever I'm playing against a mono red deck, I'm just going to sit there and be like, wait, what did you, what did you play? Did you play a one drop? You son of a, how dare you play something before turn three? <laughs> that is my style of how i play magic my yeah, week
3: so- yeah go, oh, ahead, John. go ahead i was just gonna say i was just gonna wrap them so my magic no magic kind of taking a or my week no magic um and then i was just gonna roll it over to you brasky how was and, your unless,
2: week? unless lisa's making the magic right you know,
3: so. <laughs> yeah a couple of magical characters in my game but yeah <laughs> <laughs> glad Eric. Eric we've, got in there.
0: We've already mentioned two other, two, too many other intellectual properties for one podcast. right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. our totally
1: bill this month up. is going to be over. <laughs> so it's going over the yeah. roof. But I mean, cop-
0: yeah, our cop, our co- our copyrights right now are just through the roof. Right now, I just, <laughs> it's going to be insane. Me, I, I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't play a whole a whole lot of standard over the past week, just because of kind of the like. Why play if all of these things are going to be banned out? And I wasn't having fun with the format anyway. Uh, and this past weekend, I was actually on vacation and enjoyed uh, the the wonderful foliage of upstate New York as well as the buffalo wings of upstate New York all at the same time, which were delicious and gorgeous at the same time. P- take your pick, which one was leaves and which one was wings. Uh, on Ooh, top of that's 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 that, leaves. yeah, those leaves were delicious. Uh, but I, I came back and... I, the, I spent the last 24 hours or so uh, kind of jumping back into things and trying to feel a little bit refreshed. I've been looking at different deck lists people, people were playing. I'm trying to be optimistic about stuff and just treating it with um, that same type of new set release of like, oh, what do I want to play? What do I want to try and do all that? So that's that's what I've been trying to do with the game and having fun that way. Um, but before we talk about a little bit about the new world uh, that is before us in the worlds of Standard and Historic, there is plenty of things to do on the competitive side or any well anywhere that you want to scratch that competitive itch and that is why we always want to bring you the news of events that are coming around in the next week or so which is why I'm going to throw it over to Sean Gallagher to give us the news on MTG.
3: That's me. Um so we got a couple of things coming up here. Um want so to clarify Caroline, you have some notes here in the parentheses is that the playmat you're playing for
1: uh yeah i copy pasted that from the website but i assume that's actually the giant card you're playing for
3: okay um mm-hmm. in the past yeah. we're gonna we're talking about eternal weekend i'm gonna go through the dates in the past eternal weekend has had special playmats um it sounds like they're doing giant cards now which is pretty awesome now I sean the, oh go
2: ahead
1: i go think ahead. The, the giant card thing is is has always been the prize
2: oh is that what it's yeah okay. so, so they do playmats think... for like the entry up to a certain point or something yeah
1: like, the, all, of these, all of these events have had giant cards in the past, and they're all worth, like, thousands of dollars. Bam. So it's, it's just really crazy. <laughs>
0: now, Sean, if you could give a, a layperson's slash noobs slash brasky explanation of Eternal Weekend, what is it?
3: Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, Christmas for a lot of Magic players. <clears throat> one time a year. It's one of the very few times you get to dust off your old vintage, and, uh, vintage cards, you know, your old moxes, your time blocks. Um, uh, yeah,
1: and, so just go get mine
2: Don't yeah. <laughs> Got like six of them back here hey, Caroline, Caroline,
3: <laughs> You guys can't see this but Caroline in the background Right now is cracking her safe But she's covering <laughs> the combination It's
1: not 1, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah.
3: She's bust
0: out a Swiffer and she's just Brushing over the
3: cards and literally dusting <laughs> yeah. them off uh, So it's I want to say it's vintage and legacy um, But I'm guessing it's the third format I don't know what it is But I know it's vintage and legacy most of the time um, so it's pretty popular for people who have, you know, extensive collections, love to play Legacy, and the very few times people actually get to play Paper Vintage, well, it won't be, I don't think it'll be Paper this year, I would be very surprised if it was Paper, but, um. I, I, I
2: think I know why you thought there was a third format. There's a lot of people that, like, show up to this thing play, that played ninety three ninety four <laughs> or 94, yeah. whatever
3: you want to call it, so. Um, so, uh, it'll be on uh, moto is my guess. Um, I guess I should probably pull up the actual website. No, it's going to uh,
0: be, it's going to be an arena. They're going to bring
3: all of can, legacy. to run, Arena. I can run. this
1: through a little bit. Um, <laughs> sorry. I should have just done this. I'll
0: just out. start
3: guessing. <laughs> so,
1: uh, it is going to be a moto event. There's broken down into two weekends. This weekend is legacy. Next weekend is vintage. Um, there are three tournaments each one Friday, one Saturday, one Sunday, various time zones. They have no impact. They're not leading to anything. It's just you win the tournament, you get that card. I think. Okay, that part is a guess. But in, in brackets, it says Caracas, Rishinport, and Mazabeth, And I assume that those are the cards that you win. If I'm wrong, feel free to tweet at me, because I don't like it to be wrong. But I'm I'm fairly confident that that's like what's happening there. And then how you enter is you pay $25 to buy a token that enters into the all all eternal weekend events, including like vintage next weekend. And to my knowledge, the moment you buy the token, you get a God account on uh, Moto. Like it just turns on all the cards. So if you buy it today, saving Tuesday, you can play any other event on Moto until the end of this Eternal Weekend, which I believe is in two weeks. So if you grind Moto or you have any aspirations of ever trying to experience it, actually, we'll talk about the next thing coming up in a little bit. Um, that's a good time, 25 bucks to just jam, like. All the cards you've ever wanted? All, think of all the omnaths you could use.
3: Wait, <laughs> no, no, not true. Oh, you can you
1: know. still use them. Don't you worry.
3: <laughs> what about all the Teferi time Ravelers that you can play in standard? What and about standard. all of the
0: Rick Grimeses you could play?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Eternal Weekend is as Sean did a really good job of explaining it. It's really this like giant thing that people would fly all over the world like yeah. to go do. And they've decided, you know, like COVID. Um, we've seen a couple of these. We've seen PAX, we've seen uh, Gen Con, you know, moving all online. This one's super nice because it's all online and all on Moto. So there's no other thing you have to do. You just buy the token on Moto, and it does all the events for you. You don't have to go to a Discord or a a second Discord and then a back server and nothing. (laughs) You just... Go on, Moto. You don't need a better. guy
3: named Bill and the uh, tree yeah. from the Burger King local to you or anything. Yeah, like you don't that.
1: have to check your spam inbox for some important code you didn't know you got by email. So, I guess that's it's never pretty.
3: happened to you, Caroline. So,
1: the first gen, the Gen Con one was really
3: tough. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm sorry. Uh, so, thanks for the assist there, Caroline. I'll give you a nice little virtual high five. Um, then we have the CFB Pro event.
2: Uh, once again this weekend. Oh, um,
1: that's this weekend.
2: Yep. I believe so. That's what it says on MTG Melee. Yeah. Um. Then we have uh the MTG Arena Zone Historic
3: Open. Um. Once again, Sidetrack is coming up. This is Sidetrack's. I want to say, is it Sidetrack's personal tournament, or do they just do coverage for it?
2: Uh, Sidetrack helps run it. I know. I know mm-hmm. they do like the production and getting everything kind of like organized. But I, I believe it's just run by MTG Arena Zone. Okay. Or it's held by MTG Arena Zone. I should okay. Say. And then we have uh, set roulette for the Mythic Society
3: this Sunday, which we are attempting to assemble a casting crew for. And then there is also the Mana Traders event going on currently, which is standard right now. I believe correct.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it goes until the twentieth.
3: Yeah. Um, And then I'm actually looking up the Mythic Society sets right now for set roulette. I want to say, like, Born of the Gods was one of them, but one second. Um,
1: Yeah, I think the the, long story short, there's a lot of tournaments to play this weekend. Um, I think there are not, you know, we don't have any of the Clash events or any, there's probably still PTQ stuff, but, you know, the lack of Star City events has kind of been miss like i I noticed i'm not doing things during the week i'm not really playing star city events on the weekend obviously um but you know there's still things to do there's always something to do
3: yeah i mean like no matter what format you find whether it's on melee or moto play it like you'll be able to find something if you like legacy inventions turn a weekend and then if you like to play random sets of magic with uh hits such as Mirrodin and tempest saviors of kamigawa the everyone's favorite journey into Nick's cold snap and magic 2013 fun fact about journey into Nick's uh I remember playing this on moto and there was two temples from that set I think it was the green black and the blue red one were from journey into Nick's the set was so unpopular to draft that the temples were north of 30 dollars to <laughs> rent. there were like 35 tickets at one point just because no one was drafting journey into Nick's because it was, like, the second set of the block or something like that. So it was just, like, miserable. So that was the set with Corso of Crufix, uh the Temples, and I want to say Brimaz, I think, were the big cards. Brimaz is nice. Yeah, so those were, like, the big cards from that set, and they were all, like, north of, like, 25 or 30 tickets just because no one was playing the stupid uh, seal or draft set.
2: I so. might actually show up for this thing. You know, what? there's a nice deck in Mirrodin that you can build almost strictly out of Mirrodin. That is, is it, uh, a is lot of an fun. In the
1: name? Oh, they, they, uh, yeah, Most of the cards. Said, sorry, we banned.
2: Uh, we I banned. they infinities. don't ban cards in this. There's no, <laughs> no ban I I, I can <laughs> play all the artifact lands no, we, I want. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, no, Eric. We, uh Eric. People named Eric are banned from any affinity deck.
1: Yeah, I called Pascal and.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so the the only way around this is to change your
2: is to legally change your name. Oh, okay. For like a weekend, or how does that work? Sure,
0: (laughs) I'll get you right in. It's gonna be just fine.
2: I'll just be Brasky this weekend.
0: Hey, you know what? If you you, all (laughs) I request is like a ten percent like
2: winnings fee. That's all. That's all I need. (laughs) I'll get you your name. The only name that you spelled correctly, Max Powers. Yes. Perfect.
0: That's <laughs> all I want to see on that realm, and that is your rundown of uh, a little bit of everything in terms of Eternal Weekend things that are happening around the world of CFP
3: Pro.
2: Wait, a hold on, one
3: stuff. second, Rasky. What set a Sensei's Divining Top from?
2: Champions. Okay, I was a little worried. <laughs> that has counterbalance in it.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> that would have been awful but all right
0: man i I, yeah i can already have flashbacks of just sensei's divining top and any type of you like set related stuff it's like hold on a second i'm gonna tap on top i'm gonna on top i'm gonna tap put that on top i'm gonna top on tap i'm gonna tap tap that top and put it on top and then i'm gonna tap again (laughs) with the top
3: That's exactly what happened too, Brasky. That was nice. That's pretty good.
0: It's pretty solid. But we do know we don't have Sensei's Divining Top in the world of uh, Standard or Historic. And now we don't have a lot of other cards in the world of Standard and Historic because we've had another banned and restricted announcement. This one came out on October 12th. It is October 13th when we are filming, 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 recording. We aren't actually filming filming
2: this. That way people can get our visual jokes. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Thank God.
1: Did you say the October
0: 15th? I said October 12th. We're recording on October 13th. Okay, yeah, I was
1: like, I didn't know it was the 15th. We're traveling through time. What a
0: good time for. Caroline. on october 12th we got a banned and restricted announcement and it touched on standard historic and of course the most important brawl uh and that is the fact that in standard omnath locus of creation the like biggest card out of the latest set is now banned out of standard and then of course lucky clover is banned as well as escape to the wild is banned so three bands out of standard and then omnath is also banned in historic as well as
1: uh, excuse me I would like to interject, Omnath is not banned in Historic, I will tell you. It is
0: suspended in Historic, thank you so much. I have
1: passionate reasons to know why it is not banned in Historic, I will share later. It's probably
0: for many other reasons, but it at least cannot be played in Historic. It is suspended, it is is going on its permanent record, Omnath is suspended from Historic, while Teferi, Time Reveler, and Wilderness Reclamation go from suspended (laughs) to actually banned, Because that's a thing. And then Burning Tree Emissary, as we discussed earlier in this podcast, we're going to spend the next 45 minutes talking about this. Burning Tree Emissary is now unsuspended from Historic. So never got banned in the first place. just gets unsuspended in Historic. And then Omneth, Locus of Creation, is now banned in Brawl. They've all been affected uh, in Arena since the day that they were announced. Things have happened. Everyone's kind of been clamoring for these things. Well, well, here's, here's the thing, is that Omneth... I think was universally, the universal opinion of everyone was that Omnath had to go, but it was whether or not there was anything else that had to go. A lot of people said, if Omnath goes, adventures are going to be broken. We need to get rid of Clover. Other people said, well, ramp is still an issue. We got to get rid of Lotus Cobra, or we got to get rid of uh, Escape to the Wilds, or something else on top of that. So I'm actually a little bit surprised that we've seen... Uh, Surprise is kind of a, is maybe a different term, that, not the exact term I would use, but they did ban three cards from standard two weeks after a set gets released, and that uh, is significant if nothing else, just to say that like okay, Omneth was a huge problem, but also Ramp is still a big issue. So there's a lot to take in about what we've seen about the bands and what we think standard is going to look like, but also how we feel about the bands in general. And that's kind of what we wanted to go and talk about with was like our impressions of the bands have been made. And then if we were going to jump into standard or historic, what is the one deck we wanted to play from there? Caroline, when you look at the the action that was taken for both uh, formats and just in general, that announcement, what's your impressions from that announcement? If you're going to play one deck going into this week, what would that be?
1: wait those are two different questions i can't handle two questions start
0: start with one and then after that oh, after throw a deck out this.
1: okay so well I, I have like a lot to say but i wanted to interrupt you so much well then
0: i'm going to so, interrupt you at random points then either
1: i didn't interrupt you though. i was i raised my <laughs> hand that's why i threw okay. it to you so there's a lot going on two weeks ago or sorry three weeks ago we got a tweet that was like yo we're watching you. <laughs> we'll let you know what we think. Wattsy so, tweeted out we're watching standard we're we're going to make an announcement on Monday 2 weeks ago. Um, then decklists were due for the grand finals on the 5th or 4th or somewhere around there. They like gave them a couple of days or something. But they made a, a banding announcement. So they had a week to play this new standard in quotations though, new 3.0. talking about Earl Free standard, without but... without without. Yeah. So yeah. so they had a week without Outer row. Then Um, last week happened, like, there's, the deck was already due, but, you know, we were playing without, without Uro, but still with Omnath. And that whole time, everybody said they should ban Omnath, but they won't. And one of the reasons they wouldn't was because the card was literally not printed yet. (laughs) This, this was the weekend of the, of the release. So they were like, okay, we'll just ban Uro, it's fine. But everybody knew it wasn't fine. Like, we just... I don't even think I remember the decks with Uro. I don't. They're really not any different. Like you just did all these broken things. Uro was just slowing you down. So we got into grand finals, and the grand finals was very obvious. Like here's, you know, 19 players registering a deck that has Omnath in it, out of thir- 32. 24. I don't know. Out of yeah, 32. Um, and so it's clear, huge issue. Then suddenly someone throughout the weekend goes, "Yo." I was just on the Wizards website and I checked if there's a a website that exists in the format that they use for their URLs to say, like, is there a ban announcement coming Monday? And he found one. He like literally the fire shoes, like found this website that there was this link on the Wizards website that claimed there was like a placeholder for a ban announcement. So they so that starts going around like wildfire. Everyone's like freaking out, like, "Oh my gosh, the action going to ban something!" And then late Sunday afternoon, they tweet out, "Well, we mentioned to you that we were still watching standards, so we're going to make an, another announcement tomorrow." And I think we like, I think that whoever found the actual URL really pushed their like, they had to do it at that point. I'm not even confident they were actually going to make a ban today, had we not found out about their. <laughs> I really not. Like, I really don't know. is is really interesting. Anyway, so then they made... Or sorry, yeah, I should say yesterday. So then they made the banning. Um, And you you talked about uh, Omnath and Lucky Clover because those were very clearly, like, if you ban power card A, power card B will just become power card A. So Lucky Clover had to go. The card that really didn't have to go, and I just... It didn't really even die for anyone's sins. It was just, like, accidentally in the hallway with Omnath. And that's Escape to the Wild. So I kind of feel bad for Escape. Like, I... I just think paying five mana in a format that we're currently seeing is just so, like draw a couple of cards cards, like, I don't know. It didn't doesn't feel to me that that is going to be missed and I feel sort of bad for it. I, I think um I would love to see it come back. Uh, so I think I answered, okay, yeah. So that, that's like the thought process I had throughout that those whole weeks was like the euro ban didn't really matter. And then the Omnath thing was really unexpected. Not because I thought Omnath shouldn't be banned, but because I really didn't think they could pull the trigger. Um, two weeks after a set released, banning a card is really rough for just a lot of things. I think COVID might get them out of this because there's just a way less paper magic, so you're not getting all these like feel bad stories. Like you get some, but not as much as if you'd um, if you'd had a paper set in, or like a strong paper format, in my opinion. Uh, Sean, do you not agree?
3: No, no, no. I was gonna add on when you were. I was gonna let you finish your story and then like no, no, but I was okay. gonna add on.
1: I'll, I'll go on my deck after. It's okay.
3: Okay, I, I okay. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, so, like, <laughs> what?
1: You're locked in now. <laughs> Take it over. <laughs> okay,
3: fair enough, fair enough. All right, so I kind of want to talk about this. I, I know we talked about it before. Is this the fastest a card has been banned out of Standard besides Memory Jar? I cannot remember. Do we know off the top of our head?
1: Uh, Someone had it on Twitter oh. a couple of weeks ago.
3: How quickly was Felidar
0: Guardian banned? Three months. I looked
1: a while. up. Oh, wow. I looked it up the other day. It came out January twenty seventh and was banned on April nineteenth. I did a lot of research on this because <laughs> yeah. I was flabbergasted that it was in standard for so long. <laughs> wow!
3: I actually like played multiple PPTQs with.
1: <laughs> how PPTQ? long was Skull Clamp? Skull Clamp.
3: Ooh.
2: For a little while. I, I guess I don't know how long it was in in standard, but I know it was a little bit. This video uh, more I than two know. weeks. You think? Uh, I can try to find it. I'm just trying to like think of cards
3: that have been banned in my life, Magic lifetime. Looking just at like...
0: some lists, it looks like one of the quickest bans was Mind's Desire, out of Scourge. Which was, yeah, oh, was oh, it out yeah. of
2: standard or was it out of everything? Yeah, out of, it, yeah, it was. It, last,
0: and... it lasted for six days.
2: Yeah. Okay. Mind's Desire okay, is so a massive card.
3: Outside of insanely broken Magic cards like Mind's Desire, possibly Skullclamp. Memory Jar was 14 years. Yeah, I knew Memory Jar was up there. Um, outside of these, you know, outlier cards that have historically been busted, I'm pretty sure this is the quickest a magic card has been banned. And I,
1: you're, you're actually super on the nose because the cards they're actually quoting, there was some weird stuff going on with formats back then where new cards actually weren't in the format right away.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah,
1: there was a like weird waiting period, right, Eric?
2: Yeah. Like- so like you would get a pre-release and then you would be able to like buy all your pre-release cards and stuff like that. But like you literally couldn't play with the cards at like your next FNM, you'd have to wait like a month. Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay,
1: so 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 these like nine days and fourteen days, I think, are not including the fact that you actually couldn't play with cards either. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what Omneth just top three is already a, a outrageous
3: to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, that was kind of like my point. It's just like <laughs> yeah. I think it's outrageous how quickly this card got banned. To be fair, in Wizards' defense, it's only exacerbated by the amount of magic being played. You know, they're pushing the envelope as hard as they can. I mean, they're like basically ripping the envelope at this point, but it's getting pretty ridiculous, uh, the power level of these cards. But the amount of magic getting played is pushing the boundaries as to – there's like – I could see Wizards playing magic. Let's say there's 10 people on their playtest team. They play magic for eight hours a day, 365 days a year. Like they work nonstop, including Christmas – the amount of magic that would get played more than they play tested is probably like reached in less than a week. Less than, by the amount of magic. Less than less
0: than twenty four hours. I would even assert. Yeah.
1: I I want to be team shot on this. I I get that. That is a fair <laughs> assessment, and it's tough. Their job is tough. I'm I'm on that side. Yeah. <laughs> but when we get information from from random people in play design, and when they share information with us, and I have that information, I. It's much harder. And what I'm talking about is in a Twitch chat, this is not like, you know, <laughs> official sources, but in a Twitch chat, someone from Play Design said, oh, we had this deck, referring to the that deck that Oliver was streaming on Friday night of the, like of day one, because Thursday it was broken. <laughs> so of day one standard, someone from Play Design went in and, and was chatting and saying, oh yeah, yeah, we were there. This is the build we had.
3: Well, so- this is definitely nothing I do. That is insane. Yeah. Okay. So that's Everything I've up. spent the last three minutes, throw that out the window.
1: Well, no, see, so here's the thing. It's like your your point is still valid because yeah. having that deck and being playing against it for 400 hours, like it's very different. It, mm-hmm. it is On that is really fun the first time you play it. When you use that Fable Passage and get five mana, you're like, I am the smartest person in this room. <laughs> but when your opponent takes five minutes on a turn, and you're like okay i ordered a pizza like can we can we get going yeah. like that's the thing that they're not going to get and i think your point is still valid i just want to say like if they just keep giving us these little pieces of information about their testing process like we all remember the time where we heard oh when we designed oco we didn't think you'd use it on your opponent's things that mm-hmm. sentence resonates with me daily of being like I, mm, like why <laughs>
3: what right right, so, right
1: those like almost just don't tell us like, you know, I'm, right, a kid, right, right. I'm a kid that doesn't want to know that Santa's not real. Like just keep giving me gifts till I'm 19. Be like, Santa, here you go. It's from Santa. Like, I don't know. Well, almost, but, in,
0: almost in the realm of like, you know, don't tell us. I, the one thing that has resonated with me from this is like, there's been other like releases and news pieces that have come out from, from Wizards of the Coast since the ban and restricted announcement, talking about other products, other events that are coming on linking to people's impressions of the banning of Omnath and that kind of stuff. But the one thing that does strike a chord with me that I think a lot of people have talked about is like, okay, here's the thing. There have been more cards banned in the last 12 months than the last 14 years combined. And ever since the that, that article got released about FIRE, about the F-I-R-E, about how they're designing stuff, this was after Oko happened, we haven't really heard hide nor hair from the design team about their philosophies, about what they're learning, about how they're changing, about how they're adapting the game. And that's the one thing that, like, I'm never a pitchfork person. Like, ah, oh, this game is terrible, or yeah, how dare you do that kind of stuff. But the one thing that I would appreciate as a as someone, in, as a player who enjoys this game mostly digitally, but is getting into the paper side of things, is this is th- that is an issue when I see that there's all of these things, all these bands, all this stuff going forward, is this... Is what you know one just tell me, is making bands like this part of your philosophy now? If that is, that's all I want to know. If not, and it's not part of your philosophy going forward, where have you where have things gone wrong and what are you doing in the future to fix it? That's kind of the big thing where I stand on <clears> that.
3: Yeah. yeah. I I think that's a super great point, Brasky. I kind of want to like you know, go off your point. I can't remember if it was the same article, but around the same time there was the article about hey, everyone, we're pushing the limit. We're letting you know now, okay? When they're creating, let's just say Oco Thief of Crowns, right? They're, you know, in the boardroom, on the board whiteboard is Oka. We know this is what it's going to look like. We know some of what it's going to do. I wonder if on that same whiteboard where they're like, hey, here's Oco, off in the corner was like Omnath, and they're like designing all these cards at the same time, knowing that they're going to be spaced out over the course of a year, right? So let's say Oko comes out in the middle of the year last year, and now we're dealing with Omnath a year later. When Oko <laughs> came out and then we started saying, hey, this is too much, they've already designed Omnath. I don't know oh, how much yeah. they can backpedal from that. Well, you know, no, like,
1: but that's that's not what Brasky's asking for.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Rasky. He wants He wants more of those fire articles saying – we're purposely doing this and we're going to ban cards until the format's healthy. That's what, what, he wants an article like that.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe I misunderstood. What I, what I would want is a freaking apology. Mm-hmm. Like I understand things went out the door two years ago and you're just noticing that you weren't wearing pants when you left, but can you put on pants now? Like right. <laughs> just yeah. because it weren't, it, you weren't, you weren't doing here for two years. You have like, take us all the way back, which is what, what I thought you were going to reference, was all the way back to the last time we had a really rough standard, which was around Emmer Cool and Aether, um, Works Marvel and, mm-hmm. and Felidar Guardian, all those, that, that year of bannings. That, that's mm-hmm. a definitely comparable year, though this is like 10 times worse. That year, they wrote a huge article that said, we are getting rid of our current structure of designing cards.
2: Mm-hmm. We will
1: no longer have a, I don't remember what it was called, we're going to create a brand new thing called play design and play design will be hired professional magic players as, and other skilled people in the thing. And then blah, blah. And there's like this huge article on what play design is doing and how great it is and what they're going to do for the, the testing and all these things, Spe- specifically about testing internal formats. Um, and so we're here. <laughs> we, we got mm-hmm. we left there with this brand new play design thing. We're now here and it's not working. We need to know what what is happening. Are you going to fix it? You on pants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that um, like kind of struck with me, uh, and I, I think it came up in, on Twitter, and I don't remember who posted it, but basically, a lot of their things came up with like they it felt like they were trying to design cards for Commander players, right? Like you you want like these spectacular things, like Caroline was saying earlier, uh, when you first play the first time you play Omnath, you're doing all these incredible things. You you figured out the fetch land gets you like a ton of mana uh gets you life and all this stuff and like that's like when i'm just describing this card it's a card that will get commander players excited right i get to play this card i get to get rewarded for playing extra lands on my turn uh that's probably something i want to do anyway there's a really every time i do something something else cool happens like that that is a really cool commander card but like one of the things that that struck me was like the this person goes I play commander, my, my my brother plays commander, my friends play commander, and we have a blast. It is a great time, but you don't have to manufacture the fun that we have. We, we like the cards that you already printed. You don't have to make these incredibly overpowered cards to do that.
0: I think as is, is well to jump off that, uh, as someone who's just recently gotten into Commander and has a lot of fun playing Commander on Spell Table, uh, you can also design cards that are great in a constructed format like Standard and Historic that maybe don't have as much play in Standard. And like one of the key cards that I play that in my Commander deck, that when I opened it at a sealed uh, pre-release, I was like, "Oh, this is a terrible card to open right now." It's Smothering Tithe. And yeah. I get that that's a terrible card to have in standard. It's a terrible Brawl <laughs> Yeah, it's a terrible card in those other formats, but in a multiplayer format or in a in a format like Commander, it's an um, it's one of the best cards you can ever play at least in white. Uh, that's something that also strikes me. It's like you We can have both because we've seen it before, right? You can design cards in a set that are great in Commander, not so great in Standard and that kind of thing. It's okay for them to exist, but when those borders start blending a little too much, then it starts really wreaking havoc with some of these constructed formats. Sean, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I mean, Eric, your argument, I kind of agree with it a little, bit 50-50 on it. If they're excited about printing new cards for Commander, put it in the dang Commander set then. They come out with the Commander 2045 every year. Just put Omnath on the cover of your stupid Omnath Commander deck, and you know what? People are going to buy it up, all right? You got peanut butter in
0: my chocolate. You got chocolate in my (laughs) peanut butter. (laughs) Get your Commander cards out of my standard.
3: That's what I'm saying. Just like if you want to print Commander cards that are pushing the borders of standard, but you think they might be Commander cards, just put them in Commander and then just be on our merry way. I'm just—I don't know. It's just like, just—I think that argument so—it doesn't not sit well. Great. It doesn't
0: sit well with you.
3: Yeah, it, like it, we want to print commander cards. You have a commander set that comes out every six months. Put it in there, just yeah. like you have a I stupid uh, horizon or modern master set every other year. Just put your busted modern cards in there.
2: Well, they did. They did put Hogak there.
3: Yeah, I, don't, I know. You saw that happen. <laughs> so you saw it happen. Then they print cards like Jumpstart and print Cranko Mamba or uh, not Cranko, uh, the other uh, the 6-drop, Muxus. You know? <laughs> so I don't know what to do so, anymore. So
0: from now on, whenever we see a new set come out, we're going to have Sean in a wheelchair on a porch telling <laughs> different cards to get off his constructed lawn. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're seven man to get out of my stand get, get out of here you crazy kids so conan hawk
0: would be you know to continue the conversation forward what, what are your kind of other last impressions of the bands that have happened but also is there a deck out there that you see and say hey this is you know looking at what's going on seeing what people of the initial 24 hours that have happened since these bannings what's a deck you're looking forward to playing as well
2: um like so basically i i, I kind of echo, meant or echo a lot of the sentiment that's been going on here um you know Omnath was just like a little too busted i think uh in all the formats that make sense um the lucky clover uh i like that band like just like getting it out of the way it was gonna like they could have just been like hey um this is the you know we're gonna give it a shot and then just kind of went whoa this is like too a little too busted right um escape into the wilds i understand their their reasoning they want to get rid of ramp but it, it does kind of feel like it was just kind of it was just kind of in the room they were like hey everybody get out of here and escape the wilds like what me, me too they're like yeah sure you know so um yeah it, it just like kind of like what what happened
1: Wait, um was, was escape to the wilds and Omnath the 50 50
2: <laughs> yeah they did they voted off escape to the wilds and they were just like ah, it's still it's still kind of busted
1: Yeah, it must be omnath. <laughs> <laughs> and omnath took clover with it as it was going yeah.
3: omnath was an electrical all
2: right. <laughs> yeah. lights. Um, and then going into historic uh, i think we've all kind of seen that like burning tree emissary you know like probably didn't deservedly get banned um, so it gets off the suspension list uh the other two you know kind of just go and then you can still play Omneth in historic brawl apparently though uh, I wanted to point that out uh in historic oh. brawl you can still play omneth, but you'll get paired against people that are just as uh just as uh I guess evil as you are uh for playing as your as your as your brawl yeah,
0: Now, see we they just haven't discovered the sweet sweet bruise of Sean Gallagher in historic
3: brawl. <laughs> yeah I got a couple historic brawl lists if you need one uh, <laughs> can I.
1: Can I share why I knew that Omnath um, is suspended and not banned in Historic? Ooh, inside sure.
0: inside information, what is that?
1: Oh, so it's not inside information. It's frustrating Inside
0: breaking news rant. This is complete information no one else <laughs> knows from Caroline Cavanaugh.
1: So as you may or may not know, I freaking love styles on Arena. And just in general, my, my Arena account is, is beautiful. And of course, there's this really... Funky looking style for Omnath and Lotus Cobra and some other cards and so I snapped them up and I'm like these are beautiful. Um, and after Omnath got banned I was like okay I got wild cards back and then I was like this is kind of annoying. I, I really didn't get to use them for very long like two weeks and I, I don't know is this kind of weird to ask for a refund? So it's like I got up the, the courage to actually just fill out like a request and I was like ah, oh, they're gonna tell me like whatever buyer like your risk you bought it too bad. And so I get a response and the first part of the response, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a thing. And so they respond with, um, I was trying to find the actual email. Okay, it says, thank you for reaching out for your card style refund request. I was responding to let you know that when a card is banned in both standard and historic, you can request a refund for a style that you get, that you purchased from the store, which I don't understand what that part of but anyway. So I was like, okay, cool, awesome going to get it and then they go but <laughs> while it is currently banned in standard on that is only suspended in historic and therefore we cannot give you a refund at this time
3: wait this
2: is oh just no, you have to wait like then for the next announcement wait a
1: minute are i you... have to remember the issue is i have to remember
2: are you saying yeah. are you are you even
0: suggesting that we are seeing moderate to minor anti-consumer practices from Wizards of the (laughs) Coast right now. That is, I can't. mm.
1: No, I'm saying that I got like, well, actually, for something that I swear 10 people in the whole room (laughs) ever emailed about.
3: The person writing that email is like, well, actually, but it's not with their middle, with their pointer finger. It's with their middle finger. They're just like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to write another one today. (laughs) Yeah, they
2: highlighted, it's like
1: the, and word, they highlighted the, the formats in the word band so it says band standard and then it says suspended historic
2: Ooh, <laughs> nice so like
1: floating across my eyes at all times just like you know like the, the flash zone of like <laughs> like what,
0: That's where's rough. my gym so oh. so quickly to kind of do a quick round table of, of everyone in the cast is that now that we've kind of had our impressions of the bands and our input about them if there's one deck that you're going to play uh, going into this week, now that you've seen the bands happening, what is that deck and why? As as quickly as we possibly can, because I know we're running out of time on this cast, because, well, what? We've gone off the rails? What? No, go on. But really. So, uh, let's start. Conan can't Hawk. go
2: on. We're running out of time.
0: know. well, we can't. It was hypothetical. Never mind. Conan Hawk, one deck that you're going to play this week, what is it going to be?
2: Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to play it, but I'm interested to watch it. Uh, there's a couple of streamers that are streaming it, uh, and that is Marcus uh, I can't. I'm gonna butcher his last name. I'm sorry. Uh, Luong, uh, Ace and Deuce MTG. Uh, and...
3: Whoa, are you sure that's how it's pronounced, Eric?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not. I oh, Ace and Do- <laughs> I can ask
1: Marcus if you want. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and um, basically, Marcus made this really cool green white landfall deck. Uh, it has like the uh, two drop one one that when it landfalls, you get like a plus and plus and counter, it gains flying till end of turn. Has the raptor that like drops, or I think it's a raptor. I'm not sure. It's a beast, I guess. It has uh, a big can, pig, like... right? Huh?
1: It has hey. a char.
2: Oh, Isn't yeah, it? yeah. But I, I'm talking about the vigilance two drop that like picks up a land or drops a land. It's uh, not- I think it has to be a basic not- so you can do stuff. Um, it, it's got my favorite, which is uh, Scoot Swarm, which yeah. I think only exists to break arena um and then like felidar oh, retreats and stuff like that got, lots of really really cool synergies with like landfall um the reason i think this deck is is neat is the red black decks are really good at beating up creature decks but this is a creature deck that that can just like get super wide um and then like with things like felidar retreat can like probably get too like can create too big of a mass for the red black decks to kind of fight through and uh and uh you can always like have a blocker for like krosa and stuff like that so i think it it does a really good job of beating up uh the red black decks and um right now there's not like a like a counter spell control deck one that just like plays a pile of counter magic which is what like this deck would probably be weak to but uh, until we start seeing that i think this deck would be pretty decent against like the other creature decks and and the red black deck that's like kind of the control deck of the format
3: Nice. Oh, no counterspell control deck, Eric. Let me tell you about the deck I brought to the table today. And <laughs> yeah, what is it? that? <laughs> it would be Demir Control with. Uh, you
1: would pick that one.
3: <laughs> three copies in the game, two Mystical Disputes, four Neutralizes. Uh, Go on. Uh, the name, I'm yeah, the name Go the on. deck. Keep name going. the
1: deck correctly
3: Demir Control.
1: No, it's Shark Control.
3: Oh, okay, okay. Uh I don't know. Dun it. Dun <laughs> you play dun the dun
1: you play the creature shark, right?
3: No, this one this list I'm looking at. Doesn't oh,
1: it doesn't. But, have, okay, okay, not that, not
3: that. Um, but this one has some counter magic three five nine. So I mean maybe, but it looks pretty cool, right up my alley. It's got two of the five mana Ashiok Nightmare Muse, bunch of removal, some counter spells, and then not one, not two or three, but four copies of Maze Mind Tome, which. Um, if you're keeping track at home, is a pretty sweet magic card that just draws mm. you a card every turn. It doesn't ever scry, it just always draws a well, card. Well, no, no,
2: no. I thought I thought the text on it was uh, scry or tap, scry, die. Yeah, that, I thought was, that was the, was Jack, the
3: text I type. was trying to say it, it always draws a card because if you ever scry with it, you die and lose the game. So,
1: <laughs> Oh, is that our is that our new
3: podcast? <laughs> tap, scry, and die? Tap, there we go. Try, I love we're
1: gonna compete. Oh, with... that
3: would be a good name. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love it. we're
1: gonna compete with um with the prep
0: coin. Conceit, yeah, prep coin can guy.
3: I love it.
1: <laughs> Tell them we're coming for them. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <brandy>.
3: bad <laughs> that's like we only had four dollars to name our podcast name. Yeah, we're
0: the we're the parody account of them. Just on that one, perfect. Okay. Well, if that's not gonna happen, we're gonna be playing some other deck. And Caroline, you have an idea of what that's gonna be. What is it?
1: Well, I'm going to. If Sean's going to be countering my things, I want my things to do things before they've done things. (laughs)
0: Wait. What? <laughs> All right. I'm gonna put that put that in quotes and put it on a motivational poster.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, my thing is to do things before they've done things. Uh, no, I want to play the green black uh, adventures deck of old. It's like a I'll drain block constructed um, with uh, Edgewall Innkeeper, currently the most powerful deck in standard, of course. Val. Um, <laughs> Foulmire knight um uh, smitten swordmaster you know all the hits you've heard them all before murderous rider uh love Strip beast you, you do the things you don't have the you don't have the lucky clover though which is kind of sad um but it does have some new friends we do get a kazandu mammoth uh in the deck uh, i watched nick uh one of our teammates play this deck for the last couple of days they've changed the deck around a lot um i think it's at a pretty decent place like it is using the adventure creatures, uh getting the value both sides, uh, especially with Edgewall. wall. Um, and then just doing really powerful things. I've watched Vivian be just an insane house against the blue black rogues deck. Uh like it just makes all the value itself. It's it's just an actually kind of an insane magic card. Uh and then yeah, you just you Sean might counter one thing, but you just drew like three cards off your edgewall in you keepers while well. he did that. So
0: touching. Touche. Well, if I'm going to be playing anything or something that I've enjoyed doing, it's well. One, what do I can? What can I spend the minimal amount of wild cards to uh, to make? Is one of the things being that uh, I'm. Uh, not free to play, but I'm also a budget-conscious arena player. But uh, because of that, it's like, okay, well, I want to look for a deck that's utilizing cards from as many sets as possible. Okay,
1: sorry, everyone. We just have to we cut out a big part of the segment. Brasky went on about Grixis, and we just had to cut it out. And so we're going to get Brasky to record another part where he's talking about a different deck because we, we had to cut out the Grixis part. It just it, wasn't acceptable.
0: Exactly. So uh, from the point that you hear, after you hear my voice in a slight pause, you'll hear me coming back from the Grixis part. So three, two one. And that's why I think Ashiok Nightmare Muse with a splash of red is probably going to be the new tier one in uh, in all of these formats. That's going to be the key to For all the game. Grixis. But, <laughs> but if I wasn't going to play that type of Grixis, i would be playing Red Black Sacrifice. I just really kind of like the setup of the deck. I love I, Mostly just because I get to use just kind of a lot of pieces from all the different sets. There's modal cards inside of it. There's a lot of pieces from Icoria, There's a lot of pieces. There's a lot of enchantment sagas inside of there as well. And they all kind of interact really well together in a lot of different ways and it kind of goes along with uh the next segment that we talk about as we finish out is what are we going to do to get better at the game of magic well this kind of is going to segue right into what i want to do to get better at the game of magic and that is learn how to use modal cards better especially ones that have lands on the other side of them and and that has to do even the pathways the dual lands is uh that's the one thing i'm going to be focusing on this week is better usage of the dual lands if i have a Hagram in my hand uh, is it proper, is it the correct thing to do to play in the Battlefield tab for black instead of holding onto it for removal, even though I think it might be really valuable as a removal piece as well. That's kind of one of those things, as well as if I'm going to play this uh, this pathway, which color should I play, knowing that I might need another color or another or a second of that color one way or another a little bit later. Which should I play and why, or do I hold onto it and why? That's all the kind of stuff I'm going to be doing to get better at the game of Magic this week. Uh, goes a little bit alongside this Red-Black Sacrifice deck. So now I want to know, what is the one thing you're going to do to get better at the game of Magic this week, and where can people find you doing it at? Sean, how about you?
3: Yeah, I uh, honestly don't know if I'm going to be playing Magic anytime soon, Uh, at least not in the next week, I don't think. I'll be pretty busy with work and catching up with my life and stuff like that, but... Um, If I was going to play, it, you play that sweet blue-black control deck I was talking about, or maybe even that Grixis deck you were going on and on about for 25 minutes. It's
0: true. I mean, it was basically (laughs) a masterclass in Grixis. Yeah.
3: Honestly, if you want to check out the full uh, dissertation, you can find it on our Patreon or on my Twitter, which is uh, twitter.com slash MrToolShed. Um, come check it out. and We'll definitely uh love to talk some more about Grixis control and standard, historic, and even vintage. Brass even went into the vintage Grixis deck. So. True.
0: I did very much so. It's just the dissertation is still being worked out by my editors as we speak. It's currently sitting at 125 words, so it's going to be really, really great to see how that lines 125
3: up. 125 words? That's like... <laughs> so many words man. yeah it's so many words it's so many words. Caroline
0: what's the one thing you're going to be doing to get better at the game this week
1: because he's just not even looking he's just like nope nope
0: he's zoned out zoned not out funny. from the Grixis right there um
1: okay so I my week in magic or coming up better whatever <laughs> what I'm gonna do to be better at magic or something uh I have Uh, I didn't know about the showdown this weekend, so I'll probably play in the CFB showdown, and then I have Sunday I'm going to do casting for the set roulette tournament. Um, I might play in the eternal stuff, I don't know. I keep flip-flopping on whether or not I will. Uh, And then I have been really focusing on standard. One of the main reasons I still care about standard uh, is because I am competing in a nine-week-long league uh, called the Venus Mercury League, the VML, uh, and we're currently entering week six. I'm playing my last round-robin match this week. My record is currently 5-1 uh, and because we played two matches last week. Uh, so I'm 5-1. and one. If I win this week, I'm just straight-up locked for first place. Uh, with I, I believe, ho- hopefully, I understand my own tournament. Um, so I should be locked for first place. If I lose, I'm likely still in the playoffs in some capacity. But um, one of the reasons coming first in your division matters is the eight players, the eight first players in the divisions get a bye in the top, in the playoffs. So we're cutting to 24 and the top eight players get to cut to 16. So they get to skip one match. Uh, so it's, you know, it's pretty important in, in my opinion. And top eight of the tournament gets a November arena ladder qualifying MIQ thing. So if you, if you come first, you get to top 16, you're one match away from qualifying for the arena ladder, which is really my goal. So um, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. So because of that, I have to figure out new standard because I'm for sure in playoffs, hopefully. Uh, and so next week will, will be uh, potentially two matches in new standard. And then the week after will be two more or three more. Depending nice. if I win. Um, So really focusing on new standard, which is why I've been looking at that green black bit.
0: And where can people find you doing it at?
1: Uh probably here i don't really go many oh you mean on the internet aha <laughs> i'm sorry okay you didn't say on the internet so um you can find me on twitter at mighty M I G H T Y L I N G U I N E. m-i-g-h-t-y l-a-n-g-u-i-n-e you can find me on instagram at the mighty Linguini. and you can find me on twitch.tv slash the mighty Linguini. i stream on wednesdays i always have a magic guest but we don't always play magic this month we didn't talk about it last week. That's bad. This month is Sukhoi-tober, uh, which is every Wednesday and Saturday, I'm featuring a different member of the Sequoia team. I will say, unfortunately, they're actually all the magic teams. I didn't really think to reach out to other people, which I guess I could. Maybe we'll we'll blend it into Sukhoi November.
2: Well, luckily uh, for you, a lot of us are now part of the Genshin team.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, every week, every Wednesday and Saturday, I've had a different Segoi member on uh, this Wednesday it will be Max, and this Saturday is Tanya. Uh, rumor has it we'll be playing some Long Us on Saturday. So feel free to check us out. Nice. Great, I have a graphic and everything.
0: Yeah, and Conan Hawk, what are you going to be doing to get better at the game this week? And where are you going to be able to find you doing it?
2: Uh, yeah, this week I'll just be watching a lot of streams, playing some magic on my stream, uh, just finding a deck that I like, uh, getting ready for like the, the events coming up, the CFB event at the end of the month. Uh, they announced like an arena open, so been doing stuff like that. Um yeah, so you can but you can uh always find me doing that on twitch.tv slash Conan Hawk. I stream Monday through Friday. Uh, otherwise you can give me a follow on Twitter at Conan Hawk, and you can see my adorable cats on my Instagram uh also at Conan Hawk.
0: Oh, that is fantastic. Of course, you can always find me on Twitter and Twitch at brasky 1142 And you can see uh, everything about Swagoi Gaming at swagoi.com, S-W-A-G-O-I.com. And you can find out more about all of our competitive teams, including Magic the Gathering, Hearthstone, and Valorant as well, which is always great to see. And if you enjoy this podcast, make sure to subscribe, give us a review, leave us some stars if you are so inclined to do so. Whatever platform it is that you are listening on. And let us know give us that little bit of review so we can mention it on this podcast and let us know how we're doing, how we can get better and how we can make sure that we can always provide you with that awesome podcast content that you so deserve. So until next week, we will see you next time. Have a wonderful rest of your week, everybody. Oh, bye. 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 So about Grixis, the thing about Grixis <laughs> is the fact that it's red, blue and black.
1: Fresky. Wow. quite. I have to go to, like, work. It's it's seven a.m. Chapter chapter, <laughs>
0: oh. chapter thirty six. Why okay. shark Why shark typhoon is a red card inductee. <laughs> <That's a red laughs> he, he
1: he clogged cons during the whole meeting. <laughs> <Air lock
0: him. laughs> chapter chapter forty eight. Thassa's intervention and shatter skull smashing. Only good with extinction event. I want to talk about this. Let's talk about.
2: It.